Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. Okay, guys. Today, we are going to talk about the concept of flexibility and the concept of hanging on loosely, which I'm very certain was a song in the 80s. Uh, I'll do a little research and maybe I'll even sing it for you at some point in the future. Um, (laughs) That is a threat. It's not a promise. It's a threat. Um, Stay till the end. We'll make her do it at the end. end. (laughs) It's an incentive for them to stop listening right now. (laughs) Um, The reason that we wanted to discuss this topic um, was we saw a post in the student-only Facebook group, and we have seen similar posts to this. And we thought, you know what? This is a a good opportunity for us to talk about on the podcast. Um, And the post specifically, um, and not at all calling out the student because again, it's, it's, this is a, a very common mindset. Um, but mm-hmm. this student, uh, had really just kind of started working with us, but saw a job opportunity that she was really interested in, a company she really liked, really interested in a company she really liked and something that she might want to do. Um, and so her, her post was saying, is this something that I should apply for? But it was also, is this something sh- that I should apply for because my whole plan was that I was going to be a freelance for a while and this looks like this is full time and I'm not sure that I want to change, um, I want to, that I want to commit to full time and if I did full time, I'd have to stay there for a couple of years and uh, kind of going, going, down, um, going down this road. So we wanted to talk a little bit today about planning and what is good planning, what is perhaps planning that's going to hold you back flexibility and all those kinds of things. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to unpack here with Mm -hmm. this one, this one. And again, representative of many, many posts we've seen of folks who I think just 
you have an idea. You go into copywriting and you think this is what I want to do with copywriting. Uh, I want to 100% freelance or bust. I don't want to, you know, work for someone ever again. Or some folks who say, no, I, you know, I think I do want to be full time because freelance scares me. And I think we come in, we don't have quite all the information yet. And even as we look at certain companies, we don't have all the information about that specific company until we actually work with them, right? Because every company is different. And so we come into situations just knowing what we know from our own experience or others that we've seen around us to say, okay, I've worked full-time before and this is what a full-time environment is like. But that's not true of 100% of companies that people are working at. You know, you may have had one really bad experience or a couple of bad experiences full-time, but that doesn't mean the ninth or 10th experience isn't going to be different. And I know it's very hard to break out of that mindset. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a great point. Freelancing for some companies is going to be great. For others, it's going to be crummy. Working Mm -hmm. on staff for some companies will be great. For others, it will be crummy. You can't know that. I mean, you can suss it out a little bit often in the interview process, (laughs) uh, but you can't necessarily fully know it until you do it. Um, But you also, you're never nothing is carved in stone. I I would probably say in any career, but especially in this career, when you have the opportunity to freelance, if you want to, when you have the opportunity to do contract work, if you want to, when you have the opportunity to be on staff, if you want to, you know, you can take a full-time job and if you're in there and after a couple of months you go, Ooh, this is not what I thought it would be you can leave and Mm -hmm. go back to freelance or you can be freelancing and find a job you're interested in and then take a full-time job or you can contract and go from contract Mm -hmm. to full-time or go back any number of, of things and opportunities. And the, I I completely understand the, the idea of, of planning and having idea in your head of where you want to go. And the funny thing is, it's not funny, but we're actually, when we're recording this um, next week, we're taking all of our CCA students through our, our free right starts planning session. We do lots of free events for our students. And this is planning for 2022, um, which will already be in 2022 when you're listening to this, but planning is useful. Absolutely. It's such a great, uh, it's a great thing to have an idea of what your goals are and idea for how you're going to get there. But when you hang on too tightly to how you're going to do something, or even sometimes what those goals are, you could end up getting in your own way and automatically turning away opportunities that could be something really fantastic for you. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're first starting out you know, to be able to explore any opportunity that comes your way and knowing that you're not, to Nikki's point, you're not stuck at the end of it. It's not the end all be all. Just because you take an opportunity of any kind doesn't mean that that's, that's it. You can very quickly, you know, change direction as you want to. It's, it's interesting with copywriting because you, you have a skill and that skill is useful for any organization you bring it to. So if you leave an organization, you you still have that skill. You leave with everything that you brought to that organization in the first place. And hopefully, you know, you've learned something else and you you come out of it with with more. But it's not like, you know, the typical mindset of like our parents' generation, I feel like of they were at the same companies for 
30 years or 20 or whatever it is and worked, you know, that nine to five, they put in their time and a lot of their skills might've been very specifically tied to that organization because they'd been there for so long. And it was, you know, where else am I going to go if, if my whole career is tied to this one place, but with copywriting, that's not the case. You have this skill and it's, it's always yours and you can bring it wherever you want to bring it. Um, and then it comes with you too. And there's never, uh, there's never a reason to stay someplace that you don't enjoy. Uh, you know, obviously if financials, I get that's a consideration. Uh, but if you, you know, take a full-time job, for example, and it's not what you thought it would be, you've put in, you know, three, six, however many months, and it's still not feeling like the right fit for whatever reason. then you can bump up your freelance work in the meantime and get that going so that when you do leave, you aren't leaving with nothing. Uh, and not many careers can say that, which is really nice. You know, it's really hard for a lot of people if you're not freelancing or, you know, don't have a skill that you're able to freelance to, to be able to do that. And so you have this built-in safety net. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You are never going to be stuck. You, It's never going to be, well, this is the job I have to stay in. It's you, you have that flexibility, even if you're not recognizing that you have that flexibility. Um, I also want to bring up too, that it, it can be easy, especially when your plans, it can be easy to extrapolate <laughs> based on taking an action. You know, mm-hmm. if you're at the point where you're maybe considering applying for a job, starting to think about, well, what would happen if I'm offered the job and then would I have to move? And then would I have to, how, what would childcare look like if I'm working full time again? Take things one step Mm -hmm. at a time. You know, we talk a lot about not making assumptions, but also not, you know, as I was saying, it's a good thing to have plans and have ideas of where you want to go, but you can't set up plans for something that you have no control of and that may never happen. You Mm -hmm. can apply for this job and yeah, absolutely. Maybe they will bring you in. You'll go through interviews and they'll offer you the position, at which point then you can decide whether you want to come on staff, whether that's, you know, what the childcare situation is like, all that kind of thing. But you could also apply for this position and maybe they won't be interested. So don't, don't wrap yourself up. Don't wrap yourselves up in, and again, it's not just the student. We've seen this a lot and we all tend to do this, right? Like, well, what would happen all this way out? Um, We all do it. But uh, what I would caution is, is, don't worry about things that you can't control and things that may never even happen. Don't even, don't even go through the exercise of, well, what would happen if wait till you, at least you get the call for the interview. Yeah. And then, you know, get into the interview because you could go into this interview just because you love a company and you're like, Oh gosh, I love their products. This would be so amazing to work there. You could get into the company, start talking to people and be like, Oh, I love the products, but the company mm-hmm. culture sucks, you know, or just like, I, do, I don't want to work here. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could decide that you would want it to be freelance forever, but ooh, the company culture is so amazing. You do want to work here. But but that's kind of that concept, like you can be excited about it, but don't white knuckle it <laughs> as you're sending this this application because sending it, sending in, uh, or I shouldn't say send an application, but as our students know, don't send it in through their, yeah, exactly. Find the hiring manager, reach out to the Mm -hmm. hiring manager directly. Um, But don't, don't get invested 
before anything even happens with it. Cause you're well, just going to wind yourself up. Yeah. You're throwing up unnecessary roadblocks in your own way of, well, what if this, what if this, and then you stop yourself from even taking the chance at it. When again, it comes back to having more information to make your decision. You don't have enough information just from a job description. You have enough to be maybe interested. So if that's it, pursue it and then, okay, maybe if you get called, you get a little bit more information. It might at that point, round one, I, might not be enough in, information to to know whether it's something you do or don't want at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe you have a little bit more to start thinking, okay, like I still like this. I still want to go to the next round if they invite me to do so. Uh, but you can't make decisions without having all of the information mm-hmm. available. So reminding yourself, how how can I get more more information to make a more informed decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in this scenario, there's nothing to lose. Just apply for the job. You have nothing to lose. And also too, you know, when it comes to, to planning and decisions and all this kind of thing, be careful about making things in your mind, making things bigger than they are, mm-hmm. right? This, well, I'm applying for a job. You're sending an email. It's it, this, I think sometimes this idea of like, well, I'm a, it's, it's a career and it's a, no, it's, it's, you're sending an email. You are sending an email to see if maybe they want to know a little bit more about you and maybe you mm-hmm. want to know a little bit more about them, but it's applying for a job is not, it's, it's, I'll just say it, it's not a big deal. It's a, it's a cool step and it might be a, a, a neat opportunity, but it's not, it doesn't obligate you to anything. Mm-hmm. There are very few things that you do until you until you sign or not sign until you you and your you and a potential client come to an agreement that you're going to deliver copy by a certain date. Then you are obligated to do to do work. But there's also a lot of steps leading up to that. There are very few obligations, few things that you must do. Mm-hmm. Very very little is set in stone. You know, and I know that sometimes we we are looking for perfection. We, we want to get the perfect copy up on our website mm-hmm. and we want to send only the perfect pitch letters. And we only want to say it's, but it doesn't have to be perfect. You're just always going to continue to improve. Nothing is set in stone. Yeah. You're going to go back to that portfolio website and redo it and redo it again and redo it again as you go along. Uh, Mm -hmm. Times change, how you approach your own work changes. So inevitably, yes, if you leave it, you know, for five years, which like four or five was the longest I did and it needed a complete refresh. So, (laughs) but it's easy, you change it, Uh, but to get it up there and out there and not worrying about this has to be everything. The internet's great. A typo comes up and someone sees it, then you fix it. There's nothing that's, you know, mm-hmm. we always joke we're not curing cancer and our portfolio site certainly is not going to be <laughs> curing cancer. Mm-mm. No, you you want to put your best foot forward. But if, if trying to make something perfect is stopping you from taking action, then, then that's, that's simply resistance coming up. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing, the, the overthinking and the, obligating yourself to take a job if it's offered to you before you even take, before you even get an interview, before you even apply. That is, that's classic 
resistance coming up. Resistance is telling you whatever you decision, whatever decision mm-hmm. you make is the, res- the decision you are stuck with. And that is fundamentally not at all what this career is about. Um, Even if you're offered the job, you can say no. You mm-hmm. can say no. You can walk away from it. And that's totally okay. It, said earlier, even if you take the job and you decide, oh, I really don't want to do full-time. I thought maybe it'd be a good opportunity, but what are you going to get out of it? Even if you do take an opportunity, you take it for three, six, maybe stay a year, whatever you do, you're going to meet connections. You're going to probably build your portfolio. There's going to be good things that come out of it. And so to take that away from it and then say, okay, I have more information now that this wasn't whatever piece of this that you didn't like and explore what that is. Was it your coworkers in particular that you didn't like? Did you not like going to an office, the commute? Was it the hours? Was it the industry? Was it just the the type of medium you're writing in? And really investigate what about it that you didn't like versus I think it's very easy to say, well, I worked for this tech company and so I'm never working tech again. But to treat every situation kind of like we want to be treated as individuals, right? Like just because someone didn't like uh, another brown haired person uh, (laughs) doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they're not going to like me, you know, so just like you'd want to be treated as an individual and have people come and get to know you for who you are and who you are as a copywriter, whatever facet, treat each opportunity like that as well. It's its own thing. Just because it has shares similarities with something else doesn't mean it is the same thing. Every Mm -hmm. experience is going to be completely unique and there's going to be something that you can get out of it. And there's going to be something that's inevitably different than other things you've done. And yes, there will probably be some overlap, but it's not, it's its own thing. Exactly. Saying, I will, I worked at this one ad agency and it was crummy. I will never work in an ad agency again is tantamount to saying, I worked at this company on Elm Street. I will never work at a company on Elm Street ever again. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they're, they're totally different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to your point, Kate, you're, you're not stuck there. I think maybe this is the first time for a lot of us, mm-hmm. you have heard, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're going to embrace anything, embrace that. Embrace the flexibility and embrace the fact that you're not stuck anywhere and you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. You have the skills to be earning money anywhere from any, maybe not any company, but from most, many, 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 many companies and to do, to craft your career in a way that you want to make it. So instead of trying to, yes, have have goals and have plans for how you're going to move forward to those goals. But at the same time, be open to where your career takes you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way I could have predicted some of the clients that I ended up working with and some of the projects I ended up taking on, even some of the, the full-time positions that I was in. There's no way I could have predicted that. And I, if I, if I tried to predict that and stick to my this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. I would have missed out on really amazing opportunities Mm -hmm. and working with really fun people and doing really, really interesting work. Um, Be open to where your career takes you. Be open to opportunities and be open to exploring opportunities. Some opportunities will come to you and that's great. Some you will come across and you'll kind of get a little like, Ooh, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be cool? Well then great. Explore it. Because even if it mm-hmm. isn't cool, you're not stuck doing it. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of people, when this comes up too, think about their resume and, oh, but if I go to a company, don't I have to be there for at least a year? Because if it's less than a year or less than two years, people are going to think whatever they're going to think. And I think that's very out, more outdated advice now than, especially for, for copywriters in particular, they, not speaking on behalf of other careers where that might be valid and, and more true. Mm-hmm. Uh but the other thing is, is copywriters, we're often not going to use our resumes a ton. Yes, if you're applying to full-time jobs, sure. But you can rework your resume in a way that reflects what you've been doing. So for example, I've been freelancing for six, seven years now or whatever it was. My resume is not going to look like a traditional resume of, I was at this organization for this many years. It's going to have here is what I've been doing as a freelance copywriter. Here's some sample clients. I can't list them all possibly on my resume anymore. And so you have to rethink how things have traditionally been done to make them work for you. Or if you were somewhere for a year and you don't want to put that on your resume, don't put it on your resume. That's totally fine too. Uh, I think there are rules we've been taught that we now need to learn to break or amend to what our current situation is and how work is evolved. Work's evolved a ton in the past, just in the past year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the resume system is broken anyway. Yeah. Nobody, wants to, nobody wants to read a resume. Nobody wants to read a resume. So you're going to be, and to your point, Kate, there are going to be very few scenarios in which you do have to pull out a resume, Yeah, but it's, it's, a broken system anyway, because they're boring. So yes, leave things off your resume. I think a lot of us uh, have that idea of, well, these are the rules for applying to a job. I have to send in a resume. I have to send in a cover letter. And that's, and the resume has to look this way. And the cover letter has to start with, dear sir or madam, I am writing to inquire about the... And that's just not how, that's not how it is anymore. It's that first of all, that's a terrible cover letter. And I'm sure I wrote that same cover letter when I was in my early twenties, because the cover letter books at the library told us to do that way. But mm-hmm. the way that we have worked, the way that we work now is changing. And the way that resumes work is changing and the way that way that work history is work is changing. I mean, how many students have we uh, have written in to say that, um, you know, they applied for a job, they felt like maybe they didn't have all the experience they needed, but the creative director, whomever looked through their portfolio and was like, wow, this is really good. It is, especially in copywriting, it's the work that you do that matters. It's Mm -hmm. not the three months on your resume that you were on staff at this company. And to Kate's mm-hmm. point, take it off your resume. It's not why the bullet points under your list. It's it's the copy work that you do that mm-hmm. matters. That is what you should, if you're going to focus on anything and and be, I don't want to say white knuckle, but if you, if you want to take anything really seriously, it's the samples in your portfolio because that shows the work that you do. But all of the rest of it, what your career looks like, what, you know, whether you're on staff, what you be open to, be open to flexibility, be open to where your career could go. Because you're going to have so, uh, so much of a, a, a richer experience if you, if you are open to opportunities and you send in job, send you apply for jobs that maybe you're not sure about because it, the very the, the very worst, first of all, the very worst is they just don't get in touch with you. Like, all right, well, then big deal. 
big deal. But mm-hmm. maybe you go have a conversation and you learn more about a company or you expand your network or the, there's no point in trying to, there's no point in trying to plan your life down the, down to the minute, mm-hmm. especially when you don't need to. And you're in a career in which the, the world is your, the world is your oyster. Or if you don't mm-hmm. like seafood, pick something else. <laughs> I happen to really love seafood. The world is my oyster and I love mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> But that's, that's what it comes down to. You are in a, a flexible career, and that's definitely going to be a big mindset shift for a lot of people, but learn to learn to embrace it. That's mm-hmm. what we have for you. And if you want examples of, you know, a lot of students have done this, and, and, and the, the podcast episodes with students we've done don't necessarily focus in on this flexibility, but I do, I have a couple that I want to point out, and we'll link to them in the show notes, we'll link to the, mm-hmm. the playlist of all the student uh, stories that we've done so far. Um, but I'm thinking of Tyler, who was in the military, who started freelance copywriting, and then found a job that wasn't specifically copywriting, it was a communications related, and he's doing a lot of copywriting, and he took a full-time job after he had started as a freelancer. Um, Nicole, who we just did a, a, a interview with, she did freelance copywriting and then completely thought she was gone, you know, said, yep, this was fun, but I'm going to, took a teaching job and didn't think she'd go back to copywriting ever again. And then found that copywriting was her safety net. And she went back when her uh, course load was reduced from, from teaching due to chaos, you know, 2021 or 2020, whatever it was all a blur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she's using copywriting just as one piece of her, her career. Uh, Claire, who we did an interview with, and now we need to follow up with you, Claire, because she was working uh, part-time doing copywriting as a side hustle. She loved her full-time job that was completely unrelated to copywriting, but has decided in 2022 to go full-time freelance with copywriting. So mm-hmm. all of these folks, as you listen to their stories, you'll see that they've pursued different things as, as time goes on, their situations evolve, they have more experience, they have more information, they've decided to take different paths. Um, and Nicole's especially to go and come back to copywriting. I think that's a great example of just the flexibility of it and being open to pursuing copywriting and using copywriting in a way that works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And because you have these skills, you are never it's, it's never a financial risk, you Mm -hmm. know, to say, well, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go free. I mean, obviously do it, do it wisely. Don't go full-time freelance when you don't have any freelance clients, probably not your best plan. Uh, Kate, you know that I hate that piece of advice Mm -hmm. leap and the net will appear. Mm -hmm. That's terrible advice, right? (laughs) I want a net or I want to climb down. Why do we have to leap climb down? Um, I've won the lottery first. (laughs) But, uh, but you, you can take these opportunities. You can see where this goes because you're never going to be at a point where you go, where you're going, how do I make money? You know how you make money. You, you copyright, you, mm-hmm. and you, our students know you have all of the skills to find as many clients as you want. If you want to be full-time, great. If you want to be part-time, whatever, but you can, because you have that financial base, because you have that net. 
mm-hmm. you can explore, try out a full-time job if the, the your dream company offers you that position or mm-hmm. try out freelancing full-time. Or if you find a, a job in a totally unrelated industry and they want part-time like with Nicole, then you can copyright part-time and, and your career can be what you, what you make of it. And it also never, you're never done evolving your career and it never has to be the same thing from one year to the next. Just be open to where, be open to where, to where it takes you and be open to opportunities because that's how you end up with, with the most interesting and the, the most fulfilling and most enriching career. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we have for you. If you have been one of the people who have been, like I said, kind of white knuckling the direction that you're going, I would I would recommend gently, gently open those fists a little bit and be be willing to explore. So we hope that this has been helpful and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.